The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. All right, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Safe Sayu joins us again. I'm really happy you come on uh, as often as you do. We mm-hmm. love having you as 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 our. Uh, a uh, third person, especially after a great uh, weekend like you, we just had. You Hope guys keep well. talking. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna explain what I'm doing in one second, but you keep talking. Hi, Safe. What's up, buddy? Keep talking. All right, you're uh, now. Keep now, Safe, did you watch? <laughs> did you watch all of the fights or as many as you could? Yeah, I did, and uh, you know, obviously, I thought the the main event was, um, you know, one to talk about. I thought that that uh, the kid that fought Manel Cape. Uh, Dos Santos, I thought that kid was really tough as yeah. well. Um, I thought he raised his stock quite a bit, even though he lost to come in there and fight like that. He took the uh, fight on short notice, special. right? Very short notice. Yeah, and you know, no one wants to fight that kid, and he's tough. Yeah, um, and well, he's a t- he's a tough kid. And then, you know, the kid lost, but I mean, he was right there, and he showed that he was. You know, if you can fight a guy that's a top ten guy like that, uh, you know right out the gates. I, I think that says a lot about your future in the UFC, you know? Now, did you see, I, I just give Matt credit to Yes, sir. I don't want to break. I, just, I, gotta I, break I was going to give you credit. I, you know what I did? What? This is what I was just doing. I, we have to let the audience know what's going on. here. All right. I came into this, this meeting. This is, you know, it's, I came into the show. I should say that sure. makes more sense. I'm usually, it's just me and you. And I expected uh, unprofessional. I expected uh, Safe Saeed in here. Yeah. I did not expect the great coach Safe Saeed with a goddamn tank top on. So I just did some push ups. I'm not going to lie to you. I did. <laughs> Look at that. I fucking Look at that. did. Because Look at that. I show, usually, show him the guns, man. Hey, show him the guns. Hey, safe. Oh, wrong one. Safe. <laughs> I don't want to make any. He's been doing a lot of jitsu. He looks good. He needs a tan, but he, he he's. My my friend Jimmy, he does some jujitsu, but it's usually just just me and Jimmy. And you look so good. I you know to Jimmy, if you put Jimmy in a tank top, I guarantee I might look a little bit more veiny. But you look very good. What are you? And I can't wait to talk about these fights that we're no. talking about. Strickland. I want to talk about the the, the 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 France kid who's yelling crazy shit in the microphone. I want to talk about. It was crazy night. Yeah. But what are you doing to stay in shape? Unless you want to say something else. <laughs> No, I mean, I just had my birthday, and you guys know Happy this. Birthday. You know, I did. Happy Thanks. birthday. And you know when you're when that birthday is rounding the corner, right, you tell yourself, I'm going to go hard here for a few fucking weeks. So that way when I make this turn, right, I can look in the mirror and go, all right, I look pretty good. So I'm, I'm still riding that wave right now. I'm going to try to keep it going. When I, uh, when I opened the gym, I was in really great shape. And as the team continued to grow, you know how it is, Matt. You're trapped traveling all the time and then you know your time to work out gets compressed and then your diet and then you're on the plane and so stick trying stick. to get back i want to ask you mitts today hit mitts today for the first time hit mitts for the first time probably all Wait. year so i'm i'm on this it, is what Here i this go. is what i want to do to start the show of course it's really going to be fun jimmy sure. i want to play a little game it's not a big game it's a little game. okay it's a guessing game and 
we don't, me and Jimmy knows each other's ages, so we're not going to play. Say, I want you to guess our ages, and then we're going to guess yours. Jimmy, stop looking at the notes. It probably says his age on there. I already said it. I already said it. So oh, did you say it? On. You probably missed Shit. it. Yeah, you probably All right, it. how about this? How old is Jimmy? Well, in these Jimmy, classes, I, think I look very old Jimmy. in these classes. Jimmy, you said that. Jimmy. When I asked that, safe, he looked like fucking Mr. Magoo. <laughs> I know. The glasses make me look old. I got I got to take them off. Sorry. Now, look, but, Jimmy. But you know what? Daddy, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's looking a little bit more muscular in the neck. He's looking a little bit different. His, he, he looks like he's getting a little bit stronger. So if he's been training jits, that makes sense. But Jimmy, you know, on a good day, Jimmy's in a, I don't know, I would call him, I'd say 47 to 49. I mean, I think that's about accurate, right? Yeah, close. Uh, 55. Not bad. Yeah. yeah you look, but right now, because of that muscularity in the training, you look 47 to 49, right? So I, I always tell that aging is is unique because you can get chronologically older, but biologically better. And when I, when I heard that and I learned that for the first time, it motivated me greatly so you could get older but physically be literally better your cells your physiological self so yeah. that's what training does man so good for you you look yeah you look different a little bit different thank you yeah hurt. i like it. it's because i'm tired and i'm I, I i train very uh my mike is very rough uh and he's really great and i do love it i understand why people love it so much but i've never done anything more exhausting i've never i'm more in awe of fighters than i've ever been the fact that somebody does that while someone's legitimately trying yeah. to kick their ass is fucking crazy to me but you know what, though, once you start training jits and this, let's talk about Matt and his gym, like there's nothing better, I think, honestly, than people that roll jits their whole lives until they get in their 60s and 70s. And Matt, I'm sure he has some of these guys at his gym. Cardiovascular, the muscular endurance that it takes, uh, the dynamic, you know, uh, format of jujitsu. And if you get partners you trust, like, you know, guys that are good. That can push you like that, but not get you hurt. I mean, what's better than that? Lifting weights isn't that dynamic. Cardio alone doesn't have that same kind of resistance. So I think, you know, jujitsu, I really believe that they, man, they should make it mandatory in school. They should, they should really propel jujitsu uh, as part of the physical training, I think, for kids. I mean, in judo, kind of how they used to a little bit back in the day. I really think it would be good. Yeah, yeah I do. I think it, it's amazing what it does for people. And I see Jimmy Sewer is. is just, He's just, if he's a bird, he's becoming a peacock because he's just. I, I do. It. I love it. I do love it. I see it. Hey, guys, first of all, everybody looks like a good underdog story, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, every, I mean, I'm not going to say we're not going to get into the, um, you know, who predu you know, who predicted. Well, I was actually going to open the show with that, Matt, because, but then you told me you're doing push ups. You oh, did. You Sorry. did, uh, Matt called it. You said, I think if it was a fourth round stoppage you, you called for, and I thought that Izzy would outpoint him. I didn't think uh, Sean was going to get knocked out, but I thought Adesanya would wind up stay because he has that great range and, and it's such great movement, but I did not see Strickland just robotically walking him down for four yeah. out of those five rounds. I mean, yeah. it, it literally was like watching a cyborg. It was crazy how Izzy could just get nothing started. You know, I I, uh, I did the breakdown on it, and I talked about Strickland and the Philly shell and kind of how he locates that jab from down here. And, he, you know, you saw Izzy with the guard here, but he was wrapping it around and then sticking that too right down the middle. And he'll kind of flick that front kick and just walk people down. And he's real good at laterally cutting off the cage. And really what happened was Strickland got in his rhythm early. Once he got in it, once he gets in a rhythm like that, he might lose a round in the beginning, but he kind of gets the, the the momentum going and he's like a bull, right? Like a train coming downhill. And that's kind of what he did. He kind of got going. He got that knockdown. And then after he got the knockdown, Izzy had to kind of watch it. And that changed the fight. Izzy could never really get started. So I mean, there's not, Sean Strickland was who strong, Sean Strickland is, which makes the win so much cooler because of kind of who he is in the sport, right? He did it his way. He didn't wrestle. He said that was the game plan. And I said that, I said, I don't know, man, he might, I said, he's opportunistic about wrestling. He's got a black belt, but I said, I think he wants to do the man dance. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, he just, he never won takedown attempt. Incredible. You know, Jimmy, I was going to say, let me be honest here. I did predict uh, Sean Strickland the wind, but in all honestly, honesty, I did not predict him to win this way. I right. thought he was going to utilize his uh, grappling and he yeah. I mean, he did not. And more, more power to him, dude. It's even more impressive <laughs> because, it he did. like you said, he was 
he was so himself. He was typical Sean Strickland. He that's the way he fights. Yeah. And then how yep. about this to put a stamp on it? Because we knew he won in that fifth round. Everybody kind of knew what was happening. To put a stamp on it comes down to short time. How many seconds left? And he's putting, he's calling them. Let's you know just. Yeah. He's putting his hands down. He's cursing at him. He let's fucking go. It just, it really, that just put the stamp. That was, that it I, did. I mean, and, and for him to do that, is he to have no response? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. brutal. And it's, on, uh, it's almost it's, worse than you're right. getting caught. No, you're right. You, you get caught. Right. I think the most, straight up beat. Wow. I think yeah. the most impressive thing Strickland did for me, I mean, the first round was great. He knocked him down. He didn't get tired, and he really lost round two. I think the most impressive thing he did was rebounding in round three. He didn't allow the disappointment of not putting him away. He didn't allow the disappointment because everyone thinks, yeah. all right, Adesanya settled in now. Round two, this is Adesanya. Yeah. But for Strickland to come back and do it again meticulously in round three was the most impressive thing that he did. Uh, was the fact, not that he knocked him down, but that he didn't allow round two to fucking ruin that fight for him. I think that's a great point, Jim. And, you know, when you see it, okay, here comes out of Sonya 10-9. Here we go. That's that's what we see typically, right? We've seen him lose before against Pereira. We've seen him lose rounds. So you're right. Like, he's settled in. He's got his rhythm. But, no, for him to come back and dominate the last three, and to Matt's point, to be yelling and shit at him, you know, like, let's I'm fucking – let's go. What's up? What are you going to do in his hometown almost? You know, but here's what I'd say, and I was saying this to Jake before we got on. Man, you know, Izzy's had a lot of fights, you know, and, uh, and and that's it. You know, I mean, he didn't look like he had the spark that night. I mean, just to Matt's point, he was walking back like, fuck it, whatever, man. I'm I'm checked out, you know. I lost this fight. The fight's over. He wasn't trying to win or go for it in the fifth. I mean, and and, uh, and he's just burned out, you know. That takes nothing away from Sean. Sean executed his way, and he hit it perfect. It's a 10 out of 10 for Sean. And, it, you know, it's, it's a loss for Izzy, and – and it doesn't diminish what is he is or, or what he's done. It really doesn't. And that, I wish people understood fighting. And Matt knows this. Like sometimes you fucking rhyme slow. Sometimes you're on quick. You know, or Rashad Evans used to say that before. Sometimes, sometimes you're on point. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're tired. Sometimes you're overtrained. Uh, no matter what, Strickland won that fight. Is he? You know, had a good camp. Uh, you know, is it coaches made no excuses. He wasn't hurt. You know, but but why he wasn't even trying to win in the fifth, like why he was just backing up kind of whatever. He had know, a bad night, point. right? Like Who knows, you know? Just Maybe. a bad night. Yeah, yeah he, he had a bad night. You, you want to say a, a bad night or maybe, but, but, but maybe, just maybe. First of all, that shot that he landed with like 20 seconds left in the first round. That's right. That, That's right. that you know, I, I and, and this is something you might, I'm not sure how many, I'm not sure. I'm gonna say not how many fights you had, safe, but how many, how many beatings you had? Because I'll tell you right now, this I had a couple. You, you, could, you could be in shape, and you could get yeah. hit, and it doesn't matter the shape you're in. That shape that you're in might have kept you in the fight, but it yeah, might have literally kept your energy bar in a video game from here to here. And all of a sudden, you're That's in so great true. shape, but you're like, why am I? Like I remember, I took certain shots in a fight, and I'm like, yo. I, it might be the lead up to the fight, but I think this definitely didn't help. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he might have stole his soul in that. First, that shot was as clean of a shot you can get hit with. Hundred percent. And yep. I know he made it through. I would love to hear the. I didn't. I have to hear the interaction with Izzy the in the corner. corner. I don't know if he knew what he got hit with, but you're you're right about that, Matt. I mean, you're so right. And to your point, you know, a couple things is one, it's a physiological response, right? Um, yeah, I, I took a lot of hard shots and, and I only had six fights, uh, total three, three pro fights, but I, I took some hard shots, even in those fights and in practice, Nate Marquardt hit me, kicked me one time in the head. I remember, and I don't even remember the rest of the, you know, that whole rest of that practice, but I remember getting tired immediately, you know, that was the beginning of practice. So, you know, to your point, you know, this your body as a response, right? Everything alarms and you get tired, right? It's like almost like an adrenaline dump the opposite way, right? And then maybe he just didn't have the energy to move or, or try to push. But what I would say is that when you look at the video and I talked about this, you know, Sean does, did what he does. He went Philly shell right here. He walked him straight in against the fence. And as he did, froze up against the fence and put his guard here, right? 
and you see Strickland wrap it around, you know, that jab come and wrap it around and just kind of get his hands up. And when Izzy came to counter to throw that hook like he did against Whitaker, Strickland yeah. just threw it right behind him, just caught him right on the chin. And you're right. That's the one he didn't even see. And the one you don't see is what? The one that hurts the most. So you're right, Matt. I mean, no, you know, as Dana said, nobody knows but but uh, Izzy, you know, was maybe maybe that did sap the life out of him. I think, you know, when I, but what I would say is look at the Gaston fight. He got fucking rocked in that fight with the head kick. I mean, he was he was all fucked up and he came yeah. back in the fifth like a monster. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I look at the second Pajeda fight. Uh, didn't he get rocked at the yep. end of the first in that in that in that second uh Alex Pajeda fight, he got hit really hard uh, and, and was yeah, almost out of it. And he came back and he won uh, yeah. that fight. So, yeah, maybe that was a big part of it. Maybe that just drained him or whatever. Or maybe he underestimated Strickland. I, I don't know how you would, but when you've won that many. I wonder, do these guys, like, when you win so many and you're so dominant for so long, is it just natural that once you're just, you're, you're just not going to have it or you're going to overlook somebody or you're just not going to be able to do what you normally do? Yeah, I mean, matchups make everything, right? I mean, Strickland, Strickland didn't, you know, he wasn't hesitating. You know, he got right in his game, and once he got going, he was coming downhill. I mean, he, he had that lead hand going. He uses that, you know, front kick kind of like a jab, kind of to walk guys down and back him up. He kept, you know, coming inside to that range and jamming Izzy up so Izzy couldn't really kick him, right? And when Izzy would kick, sometimes he would grab the leg, which he likes to do. He just kept that forward pressure going. So Izzy couldn't really ever set up. And then again, uh, you know, when Izzy gets against the fence, it's the only time he gets hurt, right? Because it kills his mobility and he can't have that lateral movement. And we've seen that now a couple of times. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that his coaches will be on him about not, not backing up towards the cage. So just well done by Sean yeah. Strickland. And, and uh, you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, everybody's acknowledging that. I feel like Izzy's team acknowledged that and, um, uh, there's nothing to say, you know, hats off to him. He's the champion of the world. He won that fight dominantly. Yes. And that's it. It's as clear cut as that. Yeah. And this didn't he say something in the corner about, I can't get something with his jab. I was kind of in and out of the room in between rounds, but I thought he said something about, I can't there's something couldn't, about the jab. Couldn't, couldn't get his distance with the, with the jab. You couldn't get his timing. Izzy likes to grab all the time and kind of get his range. He has that 80 inch reach and he likes to keep people at the end of that range. And then he can kick and punch. He knows the distance, but Strickland wouldn't allow that. He kept crashing into that range constantly and not allowing Izzy to get his reads. And right and that pressure is eventually what broke uh, Izzy down and made him kind of just back up. And he wasn't trying to win. He was kind of just trying to manage the fight at that point, it seemed. Right. So what's next for Sean Strickland? First of all, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be about as entertaining as when Trump was president. I think him in front of a mic is yeah. it's always, that's, that's it's not, I'll tell you, yeah. I'm thinking he's getting, he's really, he's a unique guy. He's not afraid to be himself. And, no. you know, he's not going to play, he's not going to be playing to the camera a certain, he's not going to portray no. himself, uh, you know, uh, anything different than what he is. I, I, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see him in, in the media to come. But who do, you who do you think he gets next? I mean, what do you think they do? Do they run it back? with? I mean, Izzy's been such a dominant besides the – and he came back and he avenged the thing with Alex Pereira. He's been such a dominant champion, you know? I mean – I think I think there's a couple ways to do it. I think they could put Duplicis against Strickland, right? Next, let Izzy rest, and then Izzy fights the winner because he has the storyline with Duplicis if Duplicis wins. And he has a storyline with Strickland if Strickland wins. There's a storyline with both guys, but now you got another fight with these two. So, and those three now can fight each other because Strickland has a win over Izzy and Duplicis has, you know, that, that incident that they had where they were talking all that trash. So I, I think you'll see those three and then Hamzat, wherever he fits in with the, with the Paulo Costa thing. And middleweight just got real interesting um, because you've got those three and then, you know, if Humzak goes out there and takes Paulo Costa down and chokes him out and like he did Kevin Holland, I mean, I think that – I don't know. I mean, he might just – he might get projected all the way up there because he he's a guy that pulls numbers, right? And he's a guy that people are going to tune in to see. So – and that's really what it comes down to. So, I mean, it, man, middleweight's up there. I mean, yeah. Israel, Israel said – Israel Adesanya said that he – you know, 
that Paul Acosta is a very hard fight. He said he made it look easy. And if you think about it, styles make fan fights. I mean, um, I, I, I think that the Kamzat fight, think about, if you think about Yoel Romero, even though they were throwing some some sledgehammers, Yoel Romero versus um, uh, Costa. Versus Costa, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, you know, he's not an easy guy to take down and just control. Uh, he's a no. powerful guy. So yeah. I think that first round is going to be very telling in that one. When is that again? When is that fight? Uh, I think it's Abu Dhabi, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, the, the bottom line is October 24th, I think. October, yeah, that's right. But the, the, the bottom line is I think they wait for that fight and to see what happens in that fight. And then they can kind of – UFC can kind of pivot multiple ways. And and like we were talking about a second ago, that if if – Izzy needs a break and just needs to recharge and kind of retool and, you know, take care of the little injuries that add up, you know, Matt over the years or whatever it is, you know, then they can do that and enter him. And it's an undisputed fight because Izzy's not the champion. And then they could, you know, yeah. parlay either one of those. And, and then they could make the loser uh, fight Hamzad or whatever. I mean, there's a middleweight has definitely changed a lot because if Strickland would have lost, yeah. It's just who, okay, now can Hamzat beat as he, now he can't, now that's it, you know. Well, you also have now, you have the Cannoneer, uh, he was split decision over Strickland, uh, so would they run that one back? And again, Costa Strickland is, is a, a great fight. Like, I love the idea of Paulo Costa against uh, Sean Strickland, and again, he lost to Adesanya. So one disadvantage to a champion who's kind of run through the entire division is there's not as many interesting matchups. But a guy like Strickland, they may want to try to get him to fight one, maybe two times while Adesanya rests, just to make a couple of matchups that otherwise wouldn't mean anything if Strickland wasn't champion. No, I mean that's a great point that you brought brought up Cannonier, and I talked about him as well when I did the breakdown. Cannonier to me in this last fight against Marvin Vittori looked like a killer. Yeah. I thought he looked so polished. I watched that fight, and, and I mean, I, I remember just really being like, man, this guy has really come into his own. You know, I mean, he looks so good. I mean, his his footwork, he's so balanced. He's so strong, so crisp. His range management uh, with his power and his tempo, I thought he was incredible. So he's a hard fight for Strickland. I mean, he even though he beat him, that fight was very close. I feel like he's getting better and better. Obviously, Strickland is too, but Cannoneer is, is a dangerous guy for sure. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jimmy. You no, go. no, go ahead. Go ahead I was going to switch subjects. If you have something on that, I was going to say. No, 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 no. Talk. Well, I was going to say about Volkov, Alexander Volkov versus yeah. um, Taya Tuivasa. Taya Tuivasa, yeah. And you gotta, you have to like that fucking naked Ezekiel choke he did. It's reminiscent <laughs> of a uh, of a uh, Olenek, right? Uh, Olenek, yeah, right, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. Russian. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how tight it was compared to how tired. Tayatura Vasa was right. Well, you you know that's a hard choke from the top. You know that obviously. I mean, it's not an easy one to get, and you kind of. Uh, but he's got such long arms. Maybe because he's so long, his leverage is maybe worse and feels like more death. I would assume probably. What is the position? Can I ask you guys uh, of the Ezekiel choke? Because he was on top. It was hard to see exactly what is does that choke look like. One, the arms we'll let, let that we'll, we'll let Matt take this one. Uh, you, you no, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> let's, the arm let's let the hands are... when he's hugging around your neck like this. Say this arms underneath your neck, Jimmy. If I'm on top of you, Is it, but not behind you, on top of you, kind of you guys are no, facing no, like each other. If I'm laying, if I'm mounted on you right now, chest to chest, I'm hugging around your neck like this. Okay. okay. So then my other arm is going to be holding my bicep. All right. But when I get my bicep, this arm comes through. And sometimes they got that like with a fist on your neck. So if I'm here, I'm hugging around your neck. Is your neck? My I'm gonna go to my bicep. When I go to the bicep, this arm is the one that snakes on the other carotid artery. Oh, so that's okay. when they. If that makes it's kind of hard yeah. to shadow. Think of it. Think of it like a front rear naked front rear naked. Yeah, exactly. Right? Really right. resemble yeah. rear naked so, choke. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's um, on the front side, yeah. and it's what and Matt the Matt knows this. You always want to turn into the hands, right, on a choke. So when you're flat on your back in the Ezekiel, if you can get off center, you can kind of get out of it. That's why it's hard to finish, and that's why Matt's kind of laughing a little. If you can get off center a little bit from the front, you can take away that pressure uh, from the carotid artery, and then you can kind of push the half guard. But when you're flat like that and you just let it come straight back, straight down, that compression, 
So it's not easy to get the Ezekiel choke, really, especially in MMA. Yeah. Know? I mean, that's why sometimes I think guys are like, oh, yeah, that's good. Meanwhile, they're like, fucking, I'm yeah. exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, but you know what sucks? I started to see some half of an elbow escape. I go, oh, he's starting to show something. And then he just, you know, you can't go for one thing, stop, and go for the other. In other words, no. if I offset your balance with an oompa, if that oompa is a trap and roll, if that doesn't work, so their legs got to widen at least a little bit for me to find the, the floor with my leg 100%. and get a leg in half guard and bring the weight forward. And everything's going to yeah. be kind of – it can't be mechanical. So so if I see a guy no, that maybe learned he, it, but it's not – on a, on a daily basis what I, what, what I always what I always tell people and you know and Matt you know this is I say you've got to scramble all the way through right you're a step behind right now okay so if I'm on bottom and you're on top I'm already a step behind so I've got yeah. to scramble two three steps above your scramble up I've got to scramble all the way through and to your point you can't scramble halfway and then stop and then scramble again and stop you're already a step behind so yeah. yeah, I mean, look, that, that sucked to see Ty lose like that. I thought that was a hard fight, but you never know. I mean, he you know, he usually finds a way to kind of get it going. So, low-cost tough, man. It's exhausting with a guy that big. Even he's slipping the shots in those elbows. He's so yeah. tall. Yeah. And when you're a mountain so and you're not gaining any real estate back where you could just slow it down a little bit, it's just, all right, enough already. So, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, oh, I'm almost yeah. out. And boom, boom, some shots. And <laughs> almost out. It's like, oh, you see the shoreline right yeah. there. You just can't get to it. Yeah, I feel for him. You know, that's that's three straight wins for Volkov now. Jim. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, we talk- I mean, I think. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Go, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. You go. go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, we'll see what happens with Stipe and John, and if John retires, and then you know, uh, kind of what happens there at the top, you know, with uh, Aspinall, and I mean, Aspinall really looks like incredible. The guys. He's like the new age, right? Because he's big. You know, he's like 250 or 260, but he's so fast and athletic. He looks like, you know, almost like a like a linebacker in football. I mean, he, the way that he moves is just different. Um, and so we'll see what happens with John and Stipe. And, and he John, has jujitsu you know. too, Tom, you know? Yeah. Where I w- that's why when you think about, like, Cyril Gan, he looked so – oh, look at his movement and this and that. He looked great. He looked great the other night. If you put him with John Jones again, I think it's going to be a replay of the same thing. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to catch yeah. up on the floor, man. That takes time. That yeah. If he should be Years. living, he should be living Years. on the floor. His stand-up's not going to get any worse. Look at him. You know, yeah. he's still be You're right. around like a right. heavyweight Frank Yeager. But he's got a he's got a he has to invest the time down there. I like with with his at least athleticism, he fought off a single leg and he showed that he could sprawl. But the levels between the two of them is is scary with the floor. That's why we're thinking. And, and yeah, you're right. Aspinall's good enough too to get Cyril gone down. We saw him double leg Andre Arlovsky and just get right on that neck. I remember when I saw him do that in the post fight. They said, uh, "You know, why did you do that?" He goes, "It was just there." So I just saw it. I mean, he drove that double, took him to the fence. You remember that? And just took his back yeah. and then choked. And I mean, it was like I was like, man, I was that was impressed me. And I know Andre is up there, but. It impressed me how quick he changed levels and how he blast doubled them. So you're right. I mean, it's incredible the talent now in the UFC and just every week we 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 marvel at how many tough athletes there are now from around the world. It's really incredible every single week that the matchups that these guys are putting on and the, and the fight cards are are unreal. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
Sergey Pavlovich. I mean, I, I would love to see him uh, fight the winner of Jones, uh, a Stipe. You know, I mean, if, like you said, unless Jones, but I don't think Jones will retire right away. I mean, he he missed a I lot of think. prime years, like Ted Williams. He missed a lot of prime years for being out for this reason or that reason. And those were all giant paydays he missed. Yeah. He can get a few big ones at heavyweight. But but John is so such a smart athlete when it comes to game planning. You know. Uh, he talks about his preparation, knowing every single thing an athlete's going to do. And, uh, you, you know, when I was with Jeff and we were getting ready to fight Shavcat, uh, he was in a PI with us and he had, he had these cards and Brandon Gibson's my old teammate, Greg Jackson, my, you know, was my head coach and cornered me. And, and I spent, you know, a few years in Albuquerque loving him. We were, I was talking to him and uh, John was like, all right, I want to go through all these numbers. And, you know, he was like, all right, this code, that code, that code. And he knew, he knew every single detail and he was kind of leading the dance, right? He was getting all his, his partners and telling them, you do this, you do this, you do this. He is meticulous, similar to GSP uh, with his fight prep. And I think he understands the dangers that these heavyweights pose just coming at him and throwing bombs. You know, he's got to evade every one of those. And his legacy is so cemented. I just think that he, wanted to get the heavyweight title. He takes Stipe out, who is known as the greatest heavyweight, really, because he had the most defenses. And then he can say I was the best light heavyweight and the best heavyweight. And I, I think that would actually be – I think he'll tease it again for a while, but I don't I don't know if he'll fight any of those young guys. Not to say that he can't do it, but I just hey, don't know if he will. Where, he where's, might be right. where's Greg Jackson been? I feel like we haven't seen him. Greg is, uh, Greg is an enigma, man. And he – he is, he's, Greg is one of one and, uh, I learned so much from him, but you know, he doesn't give a shit about social media or no. what people think or, or, you know, he's out in New Mexico fucking shooting guns and, and just doing his thing. And, you, you and, uh, was cool with him, uh, safe is when I talked to him at these, uh, at the fights, I used to see him all the time. And he told me, I don't know how we got to this. I don't know how I found this out. But I was asking about it. He used to go look for deserted towns in the desert. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ghost towns. Go, like, go ghost yeah, towns. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, ghost the, towns. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. What is that about? He's. He, I would go. I would go in his office, and he had. I think he had a. He had a General Grant uh, portrait, and uh, and he had some other shit. And he would be sitting there reading, you know, like history, and and oh. and he he's a Greg. Greg was was a really awesome leader and a great coach. And I think, you know, I think he gets forgotten about a little bit in the talk of all-time greats. I see a lot of people talking about, oh, this guy's all-time great, that guy's all-time great. I mean, you got to think, John, how many title defenses was that with John? You know, uh, I mean, that right there kind of puts him somewhere. And then they had Holly and, you know, Carlos won the interim. And there's a lot of stuff that happened out of Jackson. So I think that MMA has got a recency bias, you know, and people yeah. are kind of starting to forget. Or maybe they haven't been around as long as we have to see a fucking guy that was a plus 1,300 win the bell. The biggest upset ever versus GSP, Matt Sarah. No, right no, there. stop. That's the biggest stop. upset. Stop, no, Jimmy, you know I don't like plus, that gets brought up. No, plus, I know. Plus 1,300. Plus thirteen hundred. Strickland was, I think, a plus 800. So, was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, people were really not giving him a shot, huh? You know what it was? Double up on. I, I really thought that I, I I didn't think this was out there. Like with one of those, like when they're saying with Holly Holm, it was, and I think that's a good thing. I'm not saying it in a bad way. Yeah, I think when you're the biggest upset ever, it's not a. It's I. It might. It's probably not even a combo at the end of the day. It's more. Everybody thought you get your ass kicked. Mm. I love it because yeah. I'm a Rocky fan. But my thing is, Sean Strickland is Strickland is a dog, man. There's not many fights where, yeah. you know. He just got outclassed. You know what I mean? He's always been. No, I mean, and, and and the thing is, he didn't do anything that that he has never not done, right? True. He did exactly what he does. He walked down, yep. hands up, got that little Philly shell, flip <laughs> yeah. the kick, flip the punch, one, two down the middle, cut off the cage. I mean, yeah. he didn't even grapple. So, yeah, it's funny about that because there's a clip of like, I think after he got knocked out by Alex Pereira, and you see Izzy like kind of mimicking him, like, like showing the Philly shell yeah, kind of shell. fucking with it. Yeah. But, you know, because maybe he was, yeah, I, listen, I'd be, it'd be foolish to say that the champ, he, and I know he didn't take Sean Strickland lightly, but maybe, he, I mean, how many guys are giving him that look with that Philly shell? How many guys fight literally like that or are able, or able to stay right in the 
thick of the fire because you really yeah. have to be willing with that for that to work. You have yep. to stay in distance of getting it to roll and come back with your own. That's what's so cool about it. Hundred percent. I love yep. it. I love it as a shorter guy. Why? That's how I knocked down Caro. He he went with the right. I rolled and came back with the right. But I'm not. I mean, but to have that confidence to sit there and especially in MMA fight, because unlike boxing, you have other weapons that could possess a problem. Well, he he. To your point, he nullified the reach, right? So Izzy with the eighty inches. Four inches, Matt. I mean, four inches is a shitload. Yeah, Jimmy's cat. right. He nullified. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. He, not he, he <laughs> nullified. He nullified. He nullified his reach by doing that by closing the distance, lifting that leg up, and getting in close, and then he could flick the jab and and, and land it. So, yeah, man. I mean, you just got to give the guy credit, you know. And, and he said, and his post fight was funny. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I don't even know if this makes me happy." He's like, "Whatever." He's like, "I guess I'm going to the gym on Tuesday." This guy's busy just doing what he loves, and he's smart. I think there, I think there's a little genius in that guy that no one wants to recognize. He has really gotten the most out of who he is athletically, where his upbringing, who, what he comes from. Look at him. He's a champion of the world. Yeah. He's a millionaire now. He's made money. And I think he just kind of keeps his head down. That's why he had his boots on and his fucking post-fight pick. He keeps that blue-collar mindset, like, I'm just going to keep on working, show up to work every day, and now he's the world champion. Champion. And I think there's a genius there. You saw the guy, I mean, he, you know, he had his girlfriend with him and, you know, he, 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 there's another side to him. I think that he, you know, that's his own private side that, that really though is a lot more calculated than people realize because he's rooted in his work and he doesn't let any of that shit change him. I don't, you'll never see that guy with a fucking ego, you know, rocking oh, no. a Rolex. But. Did you, can I, Matt, can I ask, okay, before I forget, I wanted to ask you guys both, cause I forgot this, the way Strickland lifts his leg, doesn't he lift that? That doesn't seem like a very common thing uh, with guys being worried about takedowns. Isn't that one of the, uh, something that's kind of unique to him being every single time lifting his leg that high? We, uh, if you watch Carlos Diego Ferreira, we did that against Anthony Pettis and we just walked in and lifted the leg the whole time. And it was actually Diego came to me and, you know, was like, Hey, what do you think? And I said, I said, I think it can work. And he, and what it did was it nullified that target. So there's no target to hit as you walk in, right? If I keep bouncing my freaking leg up and down and you're going and trying to catch your rhythm to hit my calf, well, and you can't do it. And then all of a sudden, right. I throw a kick, you lift your leg and now you're putting paws on me. And you saw Strickland does a lot of grabbing as well, right? He'll kind of grab and paw. So just his way of taking away that target and kind of advancing forward. And I thought it worked really well. And then also when you lift high, it can kind of block body kicks too. And then the hands are up, you know, it's a lot of protection. So that defense, it just worked out really well for him. But it was like Matt said, the courage, right? It's the courage to walk through the fire. And uh, he walked through the fire and he cut him off. With Alex, he was following Alex as Alex circled. So he, he would, Alex would circle and he would follow. Alex would circle, he would follow. And then Alex set him up with that trap. And when Alex threw the hook, you saw Strickland react with his hands out and then he snuck it right around. So this time, I think he learned, Strickland learned, and he, you know, he cut up. He said he didn't listen to the game plan. So I don't know where that came from, but we just got to give him credit. I mean, it came from his, from his mindset and his experience because he's the one that executed it. And he, yeah, he's got great endurance too, man. Because a lot of uh, guys he does. trying to put somebody away like that, and he did that. Uh, and again, he might have lost that second round, but he wasn't in there with his hands on his knees. He was by the next uh, round, he already recovered. Well, he's yep. he's got phenomenal endurance. I think you know he spars so much that uh, I just think it's just the cardio for like that specific uh, task that he's just so used to it. That I think he could fight all day long. I think he could yeah, fight yeah, all day long. He's he's built himself in the gym, right? Yeah. I mean, and I said this too on the show. He he, he everyone. There's some talk about him and how he is to sparring partners and this and that. But I think that's just who he is. I think he built himself in the gym by doing that. I mean, it's not complex. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> there's nothing crazy about it. He's not spinning or or, or moving crazy. He's kind of walking straight down. He's very efficient. So I think to your point, Matt, that he's, you know, he does, he fights every week. That's what he does. And, yeah. and when you, when you want to get good at something, what do you do? It's just like jits. I mean, you don't get tired. You roll for an hour. I mean, Jimmy knows that. Don't. don't you, Jimmy? Oh, I definitely get tuckered out uh, in an hour. I have to keep stopping. I'm fatter Jimmy, look. with old. <laughs> if you get, if you, first of all, once you get your blue belt, that's a big fucking deal. I'm right? not even close the blue to that. Belt, 
No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you are. Matt knows. And my and blue belt. Uh, on the subject, my wife just got her blue belt. So shout ah, out. Ah, very nice. Oh, yeah, she got a blue belt a couple months ago. She's doing great. But go ahead. Go ahead. Blue, belt, blue belt is blue belt's a milestone. I mean, it's like it's it's big, right? I mean, then you know, if you get a black belt from Matt, your partner in crime, and a Henzo Gracie black belt and a, a UFC champion, that would be badass. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. But you got to make that commitment, you know. First, you say I'm going to blue belt, yeah. and once you make to blue belt, you're already at a solid belt. So then you, you just got to keep going. I'll know? be happy really just to get a stripe on my white belt. That eventually yeah, I'll get, get that. Belt. Someday maybe, but I mean, I never belt. think of that just because all I want to do is not get my ass kicked in the mall if I can avoid it. Like that's that's what I'm trying to do. You just don't want to get you know by some obnoxious douchebag. I want to at least be able to make a good showing. Yeah. Um, you want to at least be able to survive it. And I'm better now than I would have been uh, four months ago. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, a, that's right. That's great. That's a great attitude. And it's the truth. And having said that, Jimmy, don't go out looking for trouble. Okay. No, no, I'll, I don't. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm more comfortable than I would have been four, say, four months ago, but not yeah. blindly so. I mean, I'm not I'm an idiot. You're not going to be looking to smack anybody around for, for their lunch money. Uh, no. Listen, we talked briefly. Was that on air or off air when we were talking about Manuel Cape? Manuel Cop, yes, uh, that great uh, fight against Dos Santos. How, how much a, a short notice did that kid take that on? I mean, that was really last minute. I think I think two weeks. Wow. But that kid, you got to uh, understand, he's he's 22 years old. So we're going to see. I mean, he's and he doesn't he didn't know the meaning of of, of losing. Yeah, no, obviously tough. That was his first Tough, his man. debut. Yeah, I think it was his debut. Yeah, yeah. That was his debut. dude. That kid. Yeah, he didn't but, uh, give a shit. I mean, yeah, he was not there to lose. Santos. Wow, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't there to lose, man. I was impressed by that kid. So impressed. I, so I mean, and I and I like the. Uh, how, how do you pronounce his first name? I said Manel Cop. No, no, he's got. He's a, little, he's a spicy one, huh? He had yeah. a little something. He was. Uh, well, I mean, Jimmy. Yeah. You know. I know you didn't like his comments. I don't care what guys say. It's one of those things where it's it's dumb because of your of where you are. Him and uh, there was another fighter too. But I'm not. I I, I don't find, think people should be offended by it. It's nah, just it's just it a was, dumb tactical he, move because of where you are. But he's got even at the press conference. Him and Kaya 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 France. Yeah, Kaya Kaya. Hey, that ten times face. Kaya Kaya France. Kaya France. Anyway, uh, and he, they were having some back and forth. And then when Izzy stood up, he's even talking to Izzy now. I don't know. This guy's my height. This Manuel. Man, Manuel. He's yeah, yeah. shorter than you are, man. Is he shorter than he's me? Shorter than you. Let's yeah. look up how tall he is. If he's not shorter than me, I'm very I'm going to guess if, if that's true, 4'11". Jimmy, Jimmy, you see. No, I, I think, I think, what are you, 5'7", five, 5'8"? Five, I think he's like 5'6". Five, 5'8", five, 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 on a, he's on a, on a, on a he's box. He's 5'6". Five, 5'6". Five, five, I'm ashamed to say I'm 5'6". I'm not ashamed to say. No, why would you be? You're a I'm squat little man. Same height. I'm also 5'6". Why? Anyway. Yeah, he's Sorry. a he's a twenty fiver. So I mean, look. Oh yeah, here's that's the thing. Really, now it's really weird. Hey, listen. Here, here's what here's what I think. I think that when I saw that clip, and and I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, Matt. I just said that guy's a fighter. You know, like this is why these guys are here. Matt's got oh. it in him. I got it in me. Fucking Jim. Jimmy sounds like he's got it in him at the Ooh. mall too. He's gonna fucking knock out a teammate. <laughs> the reality is that that like. Okay, and I hope not, but you know, Matt, he's by himself, he's not bothering anybody, and someone comes up and says, hey, sit down, hey, hey, you sit down, hey, he's going to say, who the fuck are you, fuck you, you sit down, you know, and I just think the fighter in him came out, just the fighter in him came out, I don't even think he thought about Buzz or Izzy or anybody, he was just like, fuck you, so I, I thought it was organic, I thought it was natural, and he's a fighter, man, so what do you expect? This is you know? what I think now, Jimmy, because we've all seen the Christmas story, right? Seen the Christmas story? Yeah. Remember when Ralphie went to push down the slide, and then he, he doesn't want Legos. No, he doesn't want those Legos. He wants the fucking Red Rider, Red Rider BB gun. So, this is going to be Jimmy. They so, he's Ralphie? He's Ralphie now? What? What is it? He's Ralphie, oh, he's saying. So they're gonna Ralphie. Go, yeah, Ralphie. Yeah. So like Jimmy, this now he knows jujitsu. They're gonna go to. It's gonna be like that scene, but a locker. Jimmy's gonna go now. He's gonna put his legs and feet out. Anyway, my point is this, Jimmy. Yes. Day by day, you're getting more dangerous. 
Yes, but with, with, I, I mean, with Manel Cop too, I wanted to say this because there was that thing where he went after yeah, kind of Izzy, but also Ferguson, if you remember, had that thing with uh, Fabricio Verdum during like a press day where they oh. snapped at each other. Um, you know, and I think these guys, yeah. especially in those moments, yeah. they also know it's probably not going to go any further than that. And I'm, I'm not questioning his heart, yeah. but I mean, you, you know, you're not no. going to have to fight the former middleweight champion at the press conference. Yeah. yeah. They're just two but guys jawing at each other. I, I do think it was organic. Yeah. 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 He was organic. I don't, I don't think he's trying to get like, you know, a lot of these guys do shit because they know it's going to go viral and shit. You yeah. can kind of tell, right? Like that dude, he wasn't doing that because of that. He, I agree. He really right. legitimately... He legitimately didn't give a fuck. And he's gotten so many fights canceled. And, you know, like, I mean, that guy, he's gotten, I don't know, four or five fights canceled. And I just think he's just pissed off. Yeah. Man, and that, and you know who doesn't give a shit also is the uh, Kai Kawa France. I like when he does that New Zealand thing when he's like, ah. <laughs> they have weird yeah, shit. Yeah. They, they like, dude, and they shaka shaka. They do some <laughs> shit. It sounds like something like out of the Ewoks and stuff, but it's fucking. Ah. But then it's some violent the haka. Right, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. It's very it's haka. very intimidating. The they, call it, they call it the haka. Yeah. The haka. The haka. Yeah. I want Jimmy but to learn the haka. I Jimmy, could you put Jimmy? Yeah. I would pay money to see Jimmy do the haka. That's a Maori, it's a Maori kind of like a That's war right, cry, yeah. right? And and the New Zealanders are Maoris. And if you know about the Maoris and how great their their history is as warriors and how fucking tough they are, how how strong they are and and uh and like that goes into the all blacks team kind of talking about rugby and all the other stuff so yeah i mean it's cultural for them and i don't know i mean look i'm thinking of jimmy doing that and then i wonder if anybody ever got booed when they try to do that to intimidate somebody and jimmy goes to do it and, ah boo jimmy well i'm not a maori you ever see Once Were Warriors Safe? That's a great movie about New Zealand, about Maoris. You ever see that? I, I, I have not. I'll check it out. Great film. No, I have not seen it. Great Is that film. with Russell Crowe? No, no. A guy knew Temuera Morrison. And uh, I think her name was Raina something. I don't remember her last name. It might have been Owens. I, I don't remember. No, they were all New Zealand actors. It's, but it was a, an incredible film. Anyway, that hockey stuff is scary. So those guys, I hope they fight eventually. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, by the way, who got it done was Justin Taffa. What about it? Yes. What about it? You get to keep that bat, lower back tattoo after that. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Don't piss him off, Jimmy. Justin Taffa. He's a beast. Um, yeah, he, he is. is a, and I'll what tell you, beast. Austin Lane, I, he didn't know what the fuck. He was like, touchdown. He didn't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. That was, He's like, put me in, coach. They're like, no, no, it's over. Yeah, Listen, yeah. he didn't know what the fuck happened to him. And he's like, hey, he got hit. That was a big-ass left hand, though, right? I think it was a big-ass left hand. And, I mean. You know what's funny? When they, look, when, that's a big dude, man. It is yeah. a big dude. But it is kind of funny when you see the guys with the shirt off. And they can't help it. Sometimes they don't. They might need a little tummy tuck or something. They got the little, even though they got tattoos, you can't hide the little, like the, the chunk on fat. And this Austin Lane looks like he could have a rose in his yeah. mouth, abs and shit. And then you see the big fat. It looks like Tafa. Tafa looks like Mark Hunt. You know? Yeah, he yeah. has that Mark Hunt. Yeah, Tui Vasa yeah, is kind of built like that. Also, Augusto Sakai is built like that a little bit. Like the guys, like yeah. almost like Fedor is always like that. Like these guys that are giant 
uh, in incredible shape heavyweights, but they have that extra layer on them. It's just maybe it protects them because it certainly doesn't seem to affect their ability. No, they're fast. They don't need to go for 25 minutes usually. You know, the fights are shorter than that, so it's a different kind of power. But they, I mean, and also who had a great night was uh, Tyson Pedro. And I oh. like his after fight thing with the whole samurai thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That looked cool. That was legit. He hit, he hit that, he hit that celebration ten out of ten. I mean, the way that he did it, the theatrics of that, the way that he put the sword away and he bowed, and then he went, he walked away. That made the win that even that much cooler. I for just, sure. all did. he was missing was a, a like a big baggy kimono. He looked awesome in that thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Jimmy. It yeah, was, he did. That was that was, that was something else, man. I wonder how many times he practiced that. You know, but that I was up know, there with he hit, he hit, Izzy's, Izzy's arrows. That was up there with him after he beat Pereira. That was a great celebration. Yeah, I tend he to hit, not he like hit this stuff. He did hit it perfect. I though. agree. I agree with you on that because it's like, okay, you beat a guy. It was his debut, or he's like his second fight in the UFC. Like you didn't win the title. Izzy's was beating his rival, winning the fucking t- undisputed belt. This yeah. is, a, is a you know, yeah. but he did hit it perfect, Jimmy. He Jimmy, did. It was pretty good. I mean, the 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 coordination in that whole thing and then he walked right away sometimes you just got to give a guy credit for hitting all i'm weird though i like spots in the big under the light i'm sorry i you you cut out a little like barry sanders you're barry sanders i I like those guys that i like those guys that walk out kind of simple like i like a mike tyson walk out no fanfare I like those guys that walk out simple. Like I never enjoyed Jacare doing this. Like I just, it's just not what I like. Even Izzy's walkouts, I don't care about. Uh, I love watching him fight, but basically, I never like that stuff. Basically, that? safe, my good friend. Um, Jimmy, although he's a comedian, doesn't like to have fun sometimes. That's very true. I am a very unfun uh, no, person. You, you don't like to mix your your. You like to have fun when you have fun. But when you have fights, it's ooh, such it's serious business. I yeah, I just tend to like that more. I tend to like it simple. Like it doesn't have to be tough. Yeah. Like I, the tough looks don't mean anything. It's funny when you like when you first start watching UFC, you'll see a guy, you go, "Fuck, he looks tough," and the other guy is just completely unintimidated by him and winds up yeah. knocking him out. Like that shit doesn't mean anything. Dude, simple yet tough. Oh, you're simple yet tough. That's me. I'm simple and tough. I today, you, you know, simple. What, know what I taught an hour and a half ago, right? That's why it was two minutes late. Is I taught just what? dealing with shoulder pressure from cross side, getting out, bringing the energy up, reclaiming guard, and then a little deep dive on the basic arm lock. That's it. First one, it's a gift, ah, how to get to it. Then when it's not a gift, how to get it. And then when he's giving you a hard time getting it, how it leads to the back. I love jujitsu. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, hey. Well, That's this, what I worked on today is, too, Matt. This is, this is the great thing about Jim. Look at this motherfucker. He's still sweating and he's happy as fuck. He gets to go to work every day, do what he absolutely loves. Yes. MMA and all that shit's extra. Yeah. You know, for guys like Matt who love jits and gi, that's like, you're the luckiest guy in the world. Oh. Even luckier than the pure MMA guy. Because the pure MMA guy, he falls apart and then that's it. Yeah. For a guy like you, you're in love every day. Your, your original love is still there. It's like you're very... It's true. There's days like on a Monday. You get to come back to it every day. It's a gift. Yeah, like on a Monday. That's what you do too, bro. You you, you were living a very similar life. Yeah. I just don't train as much as you because I don't – I mean, even in the gi, I get fucked up, man. I get hurt all the time. I'm I'm working my way back in. I don't go too nuts with the the rolling besides my family, literally my wife and my, my daughter. Uh, oh, by the yeah. way, I'm, put, I'm posting something today with my daughter. She shot something for this jujitsu world league of her teaching a move and this and that. It's very nice. It'll be my, she's four, cool. so it's pretty cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on my Instagram. List. Very cool. It just popped into my head. But uh, I I train, you know, I I have certain. I don't just train with the 300 pound guys anymore. I kind of mm-hmm. I you know okay. I make sure I get proper rolls in. You know, I just like to keep the blade sharp. But she never, you know, I, it's the way I like to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. I tell people, like, look, you could be at Planet Fitness getting yelled at for dropping weights, or you could be here getting more dangerous and getting a workout. I agree. You know what I, I mean, Jimmy? I agree. Yeah. Jimmy, that Planet Fitness, they get yelled at with any kind of yelling. They get yelled was, at. You can't, I, I, I can't do anything without making a grunt. I was practicing me? today rolling uh, out of turtle, like just yeah. kind of shoulder rolling and like, uh, you know, get, getting out of the way of someone who's fucking pulling me. He's really good. He's uh, yeah. He's 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 kind of like it's not for competition. Like he'll tell me, hey, this will be great for BJJ competition. But this is what what like if somebody is trying to you know is, is literally yeah. punching you in the street. This is how you. Would do this. 
That's beautiful, man. I, I'm so happy you're training. Me too. Nice. Life's flying. What else do yep. we want to talk about? We talked about the main card. I mean, the, I, I just, can I say one more one more guy I want to shout yeah. out? Uh, uh, Nazareth Hapgrass. What a great fight. Uh, he looked unbelievable. What great hands that guy has. Um, so yeah. I was happy for him over uh, Kihonis. That was a great, great fight. And he just has really, really sense. underrated hands. And you don't hear him spoken about as much as I think you should. No, he, he had a good run. Uh, he had a really good run. And then I don't know if he got hurt. He, you know, we haven't seen him. But, yeah, he's, he's a guy that's, you know, been around for a while. And, um, and a guy that I think, you know, could be a top 15 guy if he can stay healthy. And uh, he, I was going to say, Jimmy, and I'm sure you were about to say, too, that the Grasso-Shevchenko rematch is coming up it. this Saturday. Um, real, let's end with this. Thoughts on that fight? I, I think that I think that Valentina lives and dies with this with martial arts. I think she's going to be really ready for this fight. I think she's got a ton of experience. I think she got surprised and a little under you know underestimated Grasso a bit in the first fight. I think we're going to see the best version of her. Uh, what I will say is that Grasso, that whole camp. I think Diego Lopez comes from that camp. Um, Irene Aldana, like they're a small camp but they've really produced some really great moments and i think that they're working really hard and grasso is doing this yes you know so i do think valentina is a little bit of a favorite in this fight because of her she will find a way to manage a fight possibly a little bit better but i would not be surprised if grasso retains it's going to be a very close fight to me it's closer to a pick and fight than it is Valentina being a big favorite, but I can see Valentina still being a favorite from her body of work. And what a great co-main too. Kevin Holland against Jack Della Maddalena. That's a great co-main event. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Man, Kevin is, is I've known Kevin for, I don't know, over 10 years. Cause I've watched him come up in this circuit here um, in Dallas, Fort Worth. And uh, you know, he fought Jeff um, in the title fight many years ago. And, Kevin is, uh, is really, really a problem. And I don't think people understand it because Kevin has got his mindset right when it comes to fighting. He's, he knows how to stay relaxed. He's always in shape. He doesn't gain a bunch of weight. You know, I mean, he can make 70, he can make 85, but he has so much experience in the octagon. He knows how to, you know, how to really recover. And you see him, he's very hard to hurt. I mean, Wonder Boy hit him with so many good shots. And Kevin just stayed in there and he had a broken hand the whole time too. So I think Kevin's mental game uh, now along with the length that he has and the cardio, and he is also good on the ground. Um, he's not a wrestler, but he can handle his own on the floor, but his stand-up and his mental game is going to be a real problem for Jack. And if Jack can hit all, you know, he, Jack's going to start fast. Obviously his last fight wasn't great. He fought a guy on short notice who did awesome. Yeah. But but Kevin is a real is a, is the real deal. I think he can really contend at 170 pounds, and people need to recognize that. I think they do too. People love Kevin. They know how down he is. You know, I mean, he, he's a guy that's down to throw. He's similar to Strickland. He is who he is. Yeah. yeah. Safe. Thank you so much. Always great. Uh, the great Safe Sayud. Always always great to have you on. We love talking. You could talk to you all day. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. But uh, we always appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and coming to hang with us. Well, it's great to talk to you guys. I'm glad we got to talk about the card. And that's MMA. You, ne you never know what the hell's going to happen. And I guess we all got reminded again on Saturday night. Yep. Thank you, buddy, very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Safe. Take care. Take Take care. care. Safe. Bye -bye. And Matt, that Matt, I guess I will. Uh, is there anything you want to promote? I'm just going to say for myself, this Wednesday, I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat. And also uh, September 28th, I'm coming up to Toronto. Sarah BJJ. That's it. Dude, I'm at my school every day. I don't really get nothing to promote, you know, besides, you know, peace, love, and jujitsu. Yeah. All right. I love it. Okay. okay. Wait, listen. One day, change up your day. You only you do it on the days we have a podcast. I can't visit. One day, we don't want to on a Friday. Say, can we switch my lesson to a Friday? We train. We shower. 100%. We could definitely do on Friday because um i i wind up doing i do monday and wednesday i do jujitsu and then tuesday thursday muay thai so i would love to do uh uh a friday jujitsu i'd love to well friday i could come in there and just and you could just have a session with me i'm not going to steal you away from mikey that would be great i would love that i can't do it this friday but i would love because i think i'm traveling but Listen, uh, i would wait, well maybe i can this friday wait, i might be able to do this friday why don't you let me know i would love to we'll talk about it maybe we'll set that up i'll have my buddy andrew meet us in here or david chung yeah it'd be great
Awesome. Jimmy, Thanks. so much fun today. Uh, yeah. I'll see you in a couple of days. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.